0: Avizandum. In Scots law, this term describes the careful consideration given by the judge before an important decision. Join me each week as we explore various topics from a spiritual perspective and take matters avizandum. Many of the people who come to Calvary Church have been raised in traditions such as Roman Catholic, Presbyterian, Methodist, Anglican or Lutheran where babies are baptized. I encourage everyone to focus on Scripture rather than on their church traditions and to re-examine what the Holy Scriptures teach on this important subject of baptism. All professing Christians believe in baptism, but disagree on who should be baptized, the mode of baptism, its meaning, and so on. Now, at Calvary Church where I serve as pastor, we do not baptize babies, and I thought it might be helpful to say that very briefly in this podcast why we don't baptize babies. The main reason we don't baptize babies is that there are no examples in the New Testament of babies being baptized, and there are certainly no commands to baptize babies. If the babies of New Testament believers were baptized, why do we find no record or teaching of this important subject in the New Testament. I'm aware that in Acts 16, it is said that the household of Lydia and the household of the jailer were baptized. But there's no reference to babies in these homes. In Acts 16, verse 32, Luke writes, And they spoke the word of the Lord to him, that is the jailer, and to all who were in his house. Speaking the word of God to a baby doesn't make much sense, does it? When I did door-to-door evangelism in Scotland, a frequent response by people to whom I was presenting the gospel was that they had been baptized. That is, they'd been baptized as babies in the Kirk, the Church of Scotland. But it's very dangerous to depend on a ritual performed on you as a baby to get you into heaven. Augustine taught that the original sin in babies was remitted when they were baptized. In fact, he seemed to believe that if a baby was not baptized and died, it would go to hell. But what does that say about the character of God? To create a baby who then dies and goes to hell? Also, if the original sin is remitted at baptism, why do these little babies always grow up uh, to be sinful? Now, there are churches which baptize babies and believe that the baptism is the sign of God's covenant with His people. In this view, the counterpoint to the Jewish rite of circumcision is infant baptism. But that's not taught in Scripture. Covenant theologians have to concede that the biblical basis for infant baptism is found in the Old Testament, not in the New Testament. In the New Testament church, there was a controversy about circumcision should Gentile believers be circumcised? I find it intriguing that nowhere in the discussion on circumcision in the book of Acts or in Galatians or in any other book in the New Testament is there any suggestion that Old Testament circumcision has been replaced by New Testament baptism. If that is the case, why was that not explicitly stated? That would have been the end of the debate On circumcision. No, it's clear from the New Testament that baptism is for those who have first repented and believed in the Lord Jesus Christ. So, when Peter preaches the gospel on the day of Pentecost, a few thousand souls are saved. Luke states, so those who received his word were baptized. Similarly, when the Gentile centurion Cornelius was converted, He was commanded to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. That's Acts 10, verse 48. First conversion, then baptism. Some who believe that the baptism of children is a sign of the covenant between God and His people refer to Acts 2, verses 38 and 39. And Peter said to them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins. And you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. For the promise is for you and for your children and for all who are far off, everyone whom the Lord our God calls to himself. My pedo-baptist friends say, there it is. The promise is for you and for your children. But Peter goes on to say, and for all who are far off, everyone whom the Lord our God calls to Himself. The context is that Peter is preaching to Jewish people on the day of Pentecost. He calls on them to repent and to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of their sins. That was true of those who first heard the gospel on the day of Pentecost. It was true for their children. Indeed, it's true for everyone including those who are far off, whom the Lord our God calls to Himself. So, at Calvary, we don't baptize babies. We don't baptize children. We ask that those who've been brought up in traditions of infant baptism base their decisions not on the traditions of men, but on the commandments of God. Abizanda. You're listening to the weekly Avizandum podcast from The Verdict, featuring Pastor John Monroe. John is senior pastor at Calvary Church in Charlotte, North Carolina. Listen to John's daily program, The Verdict, on broadcast radio or major podcast platforms. For more information about The Verdict ministry, visit us online at calvarychurch.com slash The Verdict.